1: Broadcasting from the 57th annual CMA Awards. It's the Bobby Bones Show. All
2: right, it's Morgan here with Chris Jensen. Chris, you got like a whole entourage. Like everybody's excited to see you. Does well, it feel thanks. great to be the most popular guy in the room?
3: I've, thank you. for You made my day. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate you saying it. You know what? I'm honest answer. I'm really thankful to be in the room. I'm thankful to be recognized in the room. And I remember a time humbly when you know early in an artist career you want to come to things like this or you're like you know you get to and nobody really knows or cares frankly and you don't have a hit and um you know it's it it's not that way anymore and i'm really thankful for that so i love i love being loved by the community and i love the community back
2: i was gonna say the uh, the love is in the room with yeah, you it, it surrounds it. you like a little cloud when you walk
3: I'm blessed. God, you are the <laughs> nice. This is the nicest interview I've had today. Thank you. I'm here
2: to be your hype woman. No, but I
3: I mean it very sincerely. Like we appreciate that. The kindness it matters. And um, you know, you just treat people how you want to be treated. And if you have that, you can walk with that, man, and that that's what blesses other people and that's what in turn gets you blessed back. And I that's just so that's true. it's the truth, man, cuz none of the other parts matter. They really don't. The smoke and the mirrors. Who cares? There's a million artists in here and a million different stories and egos and the whole deal. I don't have one of those. I just (laughs) I'm just thankful to be alive and thankful to have a hit and thankful to be where I am.
2: Well, speaking of being thankful, you know, something that I get to do that I'm very thankful for a few times a month is my dog Remy and I are a therapy animal team and we go to retirement homes. It's my favorite part of the whole month.
3: That's really awesome.
2: But like you do some really cool things. So like when's the last time you're like It it could be something that you volunteered or it could just be a situation that happened. But you were like, I'm really thankful that this is part of my life, even though maybe it wasn't intended.
3: Yeah. And that you're able to bless someone with that. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, the hat that's on my head, we it's it's not just for show or to be cool. It has my logos on it and stuff because we sell those um, and we give all the money back to conservation. And through that, we have a charity called Hunters for the Hungry, which we team with the state. And now the hat, because of the sales of the hat, has become the top donor. So any wild harvested game, like if you love to hunt and fish, that you want to donate to a processor, they do it professionally. We pay for it. And we give it for free to people who need it. So we did 1.8 million meals last year. Wow. Just in Tennessee. That's, and that's just and, and that's just one of the charities with it. So that's, thank you. And so I would say that would, right off the bat, that was the last thing I thought about. But I'll tell you that, you know, like you do the therapy with your dog for, for, po- for folks, man, you can do therapy with people. Without even knowing you're doing therapy with people, and without them even knowing they're getting it, and maybe vice versa, it's more therapeutic for you to give, right? Because <laughs> it's seriously, and so
2: well, you're talking it out. There's a I, lot of energy that happens.
3: Correct, and I think that out. like, okay, for so the last time that something really blessed my heart, we were in Waffle House, Kelly and I. Oh, I love a Waffle and we, House. And we met these ladies um, that that I could tell they maybe kind of wanted a picture, and then they did. But then what, what was even greater was they were both in recovery. Um, for whatever they had going on in their life, and they're doing really well, and I was like really blessed by that. And they were like, "Man, like it just goes so much further than just your music. Like we, we, you guys are, you and Kelly are what we thought you were. We're you're who we thought you were." And that that blessed me to know that like just being kind to people matters, you know. And so even on your worst day. And we all have them. We all have cranky days and bad days or whatever. But even on your worst day, man, you can find you can really have the opportunity to change someone's whole trajectory of how they look at you or how they look at their own life, you know, and being on stage even like every night, being able to just tell people what's on my heart. And doing more than just songs. We live in such a different time now. I don't think people just want to hear songs. They, they need something. They need something. They want some- to connect
2: with you in so many ways. They need something in
3: life. They, people need it. I need it. And so it's just a great thing to just be, honestly, be able to share the gospel if you're a Christian. Wh- whatever you believe, though, just be able to spread some positivity with people. And, uh, and that's sort of my part of my mission accidentally you know
2: well congratulations on the hat which by the way chris is wearing a bass pro hat but (laughs) it has his label on it so if you do want to support that i assume those are on your website yeah yeah you
3: can get them anywhere you can get them on the website but but um but but that's
2: really amazing what you guys have done with that but just
3: just thank you just know that it goes back 100% you know with with it goes back to what we what matters you know with the people and the earth i mean conservation is key. It's so much more than hunting and fishing. It's uh, it's really about keeping this earth clean and keeping, you know, I'm, I'm part of No Trash Tennessee too, which is like the big billboards around town this week about picking up trash. I mean, it's just simple things in life, golden rule stuff. Um,
2: you just want to be a good human.
3: Just like you treat people how you want to be treated. You treat the earth how you want to live on it. Yeah. And that's right. And so uh, it goes along with music too. I mean, when you, when you saw us today, you greeted me and Kelly both, which I appreciated. And, uh, you know, I, it's like I appreciate the support with All I Need Is You, with the song I wrote about her. It's like everything in my life is lined up so nice. And you mentioned about having, like, a glow around us when we walk around the <laughs> room. Like, I appreciate you noticing that because when you have your home life in order, then everything else is a breeze. Like, everything else is sort of like... I mean, that, if
2: that is not a pro tip, if I've ever heard one. It's like- the truth, man.
3: I spent so many years, like you, like everybody in here, everybody's guilty of spending so much time worrying about everything around them. What do people think? Do they like me? Do they not like me? I don't know. I Who knows? Who cares? If you have your life in order, then everything else falls into place. And you're able to walk through a room in a hallway like this with like a humble confidence that nobody else has.
2: Well, and if you're a good human being... Yeah. nothing can come against you nothing fights a good human being
3: amen then that good human being i agree we I also pray it. every day we get up every morning we say lord you know give us some strength to to just try to do the best we can and uh that's i'm just trying to do the best i can and i feel like we're doing a pretty good job so you're doing
2: great at it that's don't it. don't sell yourself short you are doing great at it <laughs> well, okay
3: you are too man i, you, I do you're I do. doing this is I'm, we're so proud i mean honestly like you're cool and like I hope you take this right away. we're really proud of you like you're such a nice person and you you treat people with respect and reverence when they walk in here you don't treat them like so many people look at people like oh an artist and they set them on a pedestal but you treat people like a normal person that's when you find the real person that's when you find out who's the real deal and who's not you know and there's well, other real you. deals in there you yeah. are I
2: mean you guys are my friends well, it's just we, like talking to friends we consider
3: the same thank you
2: I, I do have a fun question we're for you too oh. Whoa! <laughs> ah!
4: Jensen I bet you albums? were not ready for that. Wow. You were not
3: ready for that. Okay, right here you. we were having church. We had and a then, really great man. conversation And then going. this guy jumped in.
5: Holy crap.
3: Are, okay, question. Are you going to invest or what? Yeah, I'm going to invest. Great.
6: Absolutely, 100%. I am investing. <laughs> I am here to make money, man. That's I'm always I'm looking for my still next
2: still having my next a big heart thing. attack right I now. They
3: scared me to death.
2: <laughs> I mean, God we were Almighty. In a really great conversation. Yeah, man.
6: Here we were talking about. <gasps>
2: no, it why? was not great
7: because it
6: was quiet and you guys were both like. No, it was no, great. It was it actually was a, really great. It was wonderful. I bet it was real deep and emotional. It was
3: wonderful, man. It was wonderful. Great. Pitts was crying. Everything was good. and We were having a great conversation. <laughs> <gasps> okay well i was about to ask you a funny question yeah, ask away
2: who's your who's your hero like your number one hero celebrity athlete musical
3: and jesus christ is my hero and my wife is my hero my well, th- kids are my hero but my celebrity hero yeah my new friend that i met uh about six months ago he's a very nice person the rock dwayne <laughs> Johnson.
2: <laughs> okay You're friends you met with the, rock? the rock yeah Okay, man. What happened? This story. Tell me,
6: have you asked him about when he pulls up to those celeb buses? Like, is that real or does he set
3: that up? That is as real as it gets. He's the real deal. You know, we were talking about the hat earlier. He did a whole six-minute promo on his Instagram. He's the most followed person in the world. You can look it up. He did a whole thing on my hat. He calls me Chris Bluesman Jansen because he loves Hank Jr., and I do too and so we have a lot in common we met in LA like six months ago just and we, randomly or like you were at the same spot and he, randomly at the same spot and I mean you couldn't have I mean that's just that's just how God paints a painting man that's and did you go to him and be like dude you're the rocker
6: Like,
2: yes I did okay
3: my kids were freaking out and because I'm, of Moana just because he's very famous you know okay. and like because of everything and just because when you see him you're like oh clearly that's the rock um But I said, hey, man, would you mind if my kids got a picture? And he was like, yeah, no worries. And then we just stood there in the parking lot at the valet stand.
6: Oh, so it wasn't like an industry thing. You were, like, leaving a restaurant. He's leaving Mm -hmm. a restaurant. We were,
3: like, in the middle of a neighborhood at a a local restaurant. And we talked for, like, 20 minutes. And then we exchanged phone numbers, which – I you was have like, the Rock's phone number. Weird. Like, hey, we to- should tweet him. We should text him a picture. like, "Hey, Rock, how you been doing?" a picture don't of don't us. Don't do two. that. That, will, we that did, will ruin it. No, it wouldn't. Actually, he's <laughs> honest. Honest to God, he's not a. He's not like. St- he's just really cool. That's that's all I can tell you. He's like, yeah, give me your phone number. Let's keep in touch. We keep in touch. We talk country music. Like every couple of weeks, we talk kids. We talk. Okay like buddies Wait, okay see this is legit like, I we do. really should send a video about, hey rock we're just talking about you hope all's well your life.
2: <laughs> okay we, we can talk about that <laughs> oh but my god he did he does sing though so do you see a potential collaboration
3: absolutely with the rock? i absolutely do and i think that if it were going to happen with anybody it, it i would vouch to say it may happen with me who knows maybe not but uh he does sing he sings very well and we have the same interest in music and similar taste you know He's also a family man, and he loves to fish and all these things, and that's why he loved the hat. And I offered to send him one. I was like, "I got to send you one of my hats." He was a compliment complimented it, and I was like, "I'll send you one." He didn't. He bought thirty of them, and then did a whole promo, and like, he's just that was one of the kindest things anybody's ever done for me. Holy you know? crap! Man. I mean, it was. I the, mean, what it was a wild. story! Yeah, it blew, I, my it blew my mind. Blew my mind. I always thought that when he pulls up to the tour buses, though, going no, back to the point that it's it ain't oh, fake, absolutely. dog. It ain't fake. He is the realest deal. And then again, right. you're talking about like you treat people how you want to be treated and it comes back to you. Like just came back to me randomly and I just appreciate it so much. I mean, I was like, I sent him a voice. And I'm like, dude, I'm a, I was about to go on stage. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. He's like, no problem. Let me just. Boop. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. OK, well, well we got to wrap the, this interview hold up so on. we can <laughs> send Rock a video. The <laughs> reason I
2: even brought up the Rock, OK, is because I was going to ask if you were in a situation and you you hang out with the Rock again, would yeah. you rather him vomit on you or you vomit on him?
3: Oh, definitely. Um, I ain't. I ain't about to have nobody vomit on me. No doubt about it. So, so you vomit on him. <laughs> huh? I mean, like, <laughs> I would rather nobody vomits, but I hear you. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if anybody had to do it, I'd rather be me, probably. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, that would just. I mean, gross, man.
2: I know. You, know what you what can saying? probably take it with a grain of stride too. You just be like, yeah, that's. That Whatever. I mean, gonna... I would be.
3: I would try to. I would try to miss the shoes. So uh, <laughs> but no, he's and all in all, he's a wonderful guy, great great friend and. Uh, You know, it's it's interesting the people you meet along your way. It's just wild.
2: Oh that's so awesome. Well Chris, thanks for joining. Sorry we mm-hmm. gave you a little mini heart attack. Yeah, this is so
3: <laughs> this, this is so fun. I really enjoyed I really enjoyed both of you. I really enjoyed all of you guys. You are great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The
1: CMAs are live on ABC tomorrow night at 8, 7 Central. It
5: was like buy Tyco or whatever at yeah, the end. at the You're very thinking,
6: end. Like, yes. Yeah. And then it goes <laughs> bye Tyco.
5: And at the end of the day he was just like here's tiny cars. <laughs> and like did did he practice that or did he always talk
6: that fast and that's why they hired him? That
5: guy had that gift from childhood and then had to find a way to make his bills be paid with it. So
6: I think he was an auctioneer, probably, and they found him. They're like, "Hey, dude, you're no longer an auctioneer. You're yeah. going to be in our commercial." Or he was
5: just super anxious, and he just talked really fast all the time. Wait, guys, I don't know what y'all are talking about. Oh no, you didn't yeah. get to have micro machines when you were. A kid. I don't even know what a micro. You it. Oh, were this little Do tiny you have any cars. idea how forty I feel right now? No, you I'm want sorry, I, like- I was genuinely trying to follow. That's okay. But I, I I couldn't find it. That's okay. They were. Just tiny cars. And this Love guy on
6: the commercial cars. would talk super fast. So fast. made you want to buy the cars, and yep. you had to buy the cars, and you bought the cars, and then they were really small. And that and was then you it. lose them because they were so small, and you'd step on them.
5: And that was the whole. That was the whole thing. It
6: was great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a mini version of Hot Wheels.
8: Yes. Oh, is that right? Mini, yes. mini version. Yes. version. Tiny. hey okay. Yeah.
2: Well, we need to find some Micro mini version. so I can see this. Yeah. What other things are you like? You look back on your your childhood, and you're like, "Dang, that was really cool." Is there anything that's made you nostalgic? Because I feel like everything's coming
5: back. Uh, yeah, I hope G.I. Joe's, the way they were when I was a kid, yeah, come back. they're not around as much they anymore. They were awesome, and they were made of really high-quality parts. Like, you know, the, the leg wasn't going to just fall off of a G.I. Joe. <laughs> and my brothers had all the Star Wars action figures, which uh, those were plastic. Their limbs didn't bend or anything, but they were so cool.
6: Another like, cool thing was army men. Like, yeah. you don't just go to the
5: toy store anymore and you yeah, see army men. Yeah, like, like, like a bucket of army men. I don't understand Like what the one you see Ar-
2: in Toy Story, right? Yeah, yeah yes, only you don't don't
5: get a bucket them. bucket of like 2,000 of them.
2: Oh, and kind of like the monkeys, the yes. little monkeys that connected. Yeah, barrel of monkeys. Barrel, A barrel of monkeys. Yes,
5: all okay. the great toys. I hope all of the great toys come back.
6: But, yeah, I mean, now every toy makes a, their own sound. Like, you can't create anything. It makes scene. a sound
5: for you. Yes, it's <laughs> lame. Like, everything
6: has to have batteries, and then you buy it, and then batteries not included. It's like, oh, my God, and you're kidding And kid's now like, I'm
5: like, when we were little, we played with sticks. I generally, <laughs> I genuinely played with sticks. I, I, I did I, hear you say something about Star Wars, though. Are you a Star Wars nerd? Yeah. Heck yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm the youngest of six children, so all of my brothers. And this is where I exit the interview, uh, no, guys. Listen, <laughs> Look, I don't have anything against people that aren't in love with Star Wars, I have nothing against them. You're like, I've never seen one And I'm like Okay good on
6: you I don't know which one Is is Star Wars I think Star Wars Came back out When we were in Probably in high school Because you're about The same age as I did Yeah Right And so I went on A a date with a chick um, Claire to the movies Hi Claire And I Yeah wherever she's at now What up Claire He remembers The weirdest Uh, names no, I know. I can tell you last name, but I, don't I probably need shouldn't the shout her out like that. <laughs> but I was like, let's go to Star Wars. It comes out. And, like, I mean, I, or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, halfway through. I was like, this is terrible. But we didn't make <laughs> out, so it was cool. And my yeah. sister At drove going because she was older and she was going to a different movie. And then I found out that she snuck in and sat one row behind us and watch for a little bit to see how it was going and then she left and went back to her this movie. Is, can
5: we make a movie about this? Can yeah. we make a movie about <laughs> you going to see a movie?
6: Yeah, it would be really good. Yeah, it I'd watch awesome. it. <laughs> Held hands, move the
5: armrest up, boom. I would take my sister make her sit yeah. a couple rows back Do and ha- watch me watch a movie about you watching a movie. Do you
2: have any, like, story of this that, like, really come back to you when he's, like, talking about that? Because I don't, like, I, the only story that comes to mind is, like, I went and saw the grudge with a date that I had and I...
5: That's all I remember. Do you I went to see David? American Pie at the drive-in. Oh, good! And they were out of pickles. You know the big giant deal yeah. pickles. So I bought the jar of juice. <laughs> <laughs> did you drink it? That's drink uh, it? several of us did, and that wasn't all we were drinking, of course. So now oh, I was were like, were you oh, having pickle bags? I was like, oh, picklebacks. <laughs> That's really. And fun. it came out when I was in high school. I'm sorry, mom. You know you got to do them. to sometimes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's, a That's good getting story. creative. Yeah. I mean,
6: guys, we didn't even introduce our we didn't even do the introduction. We, we are with home. Ashley
5: McBride. I'm Ashley McBride and this is the 57th Annual Country Music Awards. <laughs> That's You exactly, crushed that. You're really good. I just practiced it like 6 times over there because <laughs> the person I was sitting with said it so clearly and so beautifully. Because normally I'm like, this is the 50s, 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 Yeah, I don't it's even remember. Right. I'm
6: just really like, like oh, it's the uh, CMA Where awards. are right, we? Cool.
5: Where yeah. are we right
6: now?
2: Well, actually, we do have a would you rather question, yes. too. Yes. yes. You want to do mine? No, not yours. Yes. You can do it after. Can I oh, Can okay. I do this one first? Yeah. This is better. Who's your hero? Like musical, celebrity, athlete? Oh, wow. Athlete. The Micro Machine guy, of course. Yeah. He's pretty great.
5: As as of late in the in the last uh, year or so, I would say, why? Why Nona?
2: Winona. I've learned okay.
5: so much from her on how to navigate life.
2: Well, if yeah. you were in a room with Winona, would you rather vomit on her or her vomit on you?
5: I'd rather vomit on her because she would be so cool at how she handled it. Okay, <laughs> how, how do you picture, like, you vomit. She, she would be like, like you go, Rawr! on her, and she would be like, well, at least I can wear this with mixed metals. You know, like, she would just <laughs> make it part of the day. <laughs> I love that. Okay, lunch, go for now it. Now my okay. turn.
6: For the rest of your life, would you rather pee out your nose okay. or poop out your ear?
5: Oh man, I'd pee out my nose. Really? Yeah. I yeah.
6: don't understand that. It's just easier the the to clean only up. One who says poop out your ear? It's just easier
5: to clean up. Man, I don't know. I feel like and you, you can be like, oh, sorry, if you got that coming out of your ears. There's no like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
6: but I just worry about it getting in your mouth.
5: That's my only. At this concern. point, at this point, we're not worried about it. <laughs> I'm Ashley McBride and this has been an absolute blast at the 57th Annual Country Music Awards stay with us crush it
1: The CMAs are live tomorrow at 8, 7 central on ABC.
2: It's Morgan here with two of the guys of Lady A. <laughs> no,
0: Sorry, Hillary's sick. She's <laughs> at home resting up. It's We're, that
2: time of year. It's
0: that time of year. You know, it's, uh, it's not funny because she's sick, but we finished our tour last Sunday and Monday morning at 8 a.m., I kid you not, she texted us on our group chat. And uh, she was like, guys, my whole body just went, and she's out for the count. But resting up today, we're presenting on the show, so she's, we're shooting for that tomorrow, and I think she'll be good by tomorrow.
2: That's more important than anything, so I do hope well wishes all yes. the way around. Everything gets better quick, but I do have some things to talk to you guys about. Uh, cool. I went to y'all's request line tour and holy crap. <laughs> I like I didn't go in with any other expectations besides I love these guys, I love their music. Not only did I forget that you guys have so many songs that I like just totally forgot about, but like the way that you guys did that and interacted with the crowd, I felt like I was just like on my parents' couch, hanging yeah. wow, out and listening to music. That wow, was the goal.
9: You. I mean, you know, I think it even surprises me sometimes when I kind of like sit back and I look at the set list and I'm like, holy moly! I mean, we've we've really done it, you know, and uh, and just a gratitude kind of kind of kind of way. And um, and you know, the fun thing for us was again taking requests that whole tour. It was like you kept getting all these deep cuts that we would have to kind of relearn. Yeah. And so it took us in down memory lane, you know, singing the first song we ever wrote together, you know, when Hillary came over and we're sitting in front of my brother's piano and Dave, you know, Dave and I had this song we started that we couldn't finish. And she walks in and within 15 minutes we had the chorus written. And it was like, I remember those moments. Mm-hmm. And that tour kind of brought all those back.
0: And I think my favorite was just connecting with the fans and the audience too. So you were in the Nashville show. Yeah, and, at the Ryman, which is uh, iconic. Ryman. That was our first one. That we was only, our first
2: we only one. Got after we got that. better. I was going to say, well, you guys crushed it but that night. I had nothing night, to go off of.
0: I mean, we have, you know, 200 memories from this tour, but, you know, a song that people danced at their wedding to, and we find them in the audience and connect with them, and some really emotional stuff, some really happy stuff, some funny stuff. Lots of Taylor Swift requests in general, <laughs> as you can imagine. But um, it was did just really Did you guys fun. ever
2: do any Taylor Swift covers? We did. Covers? We, uh, we, we did. We had some funny
0: moments. We had. Right? We had a sort of a cover moment where we sort of told everyone we thought you were going to request our songs, but you requested a bunch of others, <laughs> which was true. We had some hansen some uh, Wilson Phillips. Were you guys doing some? We did m-bop, mbop one night. M-bop. Um, hopefully, no just one was filming it.
10: it. Yeah. yeah
2: just some so little teasers not to yeah. give them too much right no, 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 no. Just Can't, well
9: i mean the truth is it. there's not really many other lyrics it's just I a mop.
5: i was gonna say i'm pretty yeah. sure that's all i got it's just <laughs> a mop.
2: what do you guys do being you guys have been in the industry for so long and you came up with request line tour which was so creative but like how do you keep being creative i feel like i go like six months i'm like dang that's all my creativity uh, for the year
9: i think giving ourselves breaks is important too you know having some time off um you know i feel like you know we've always kind of said we've been on a little you know for a good 10 years you're on the hamster wheel where you tour come right back in go in the studio go promote a record go back on tour and so i think we're finally getting to a point now where it's like hey we, we don't feel like we have to prove too much anymore but we love creating and just focusing on the process of creating and you know really enjoying the tour giving ourselves a break so then when we go back out, you know, we're, we're ready for it and excited for it. And so, uh, but this new music, you know, our new single, Love You Back, this is one of those songs, I, I, you know, it just reminds me of the first couple of records, and I'm so proud of it. I, lo- I just love... When we're able to release a song that I know that when I listen to twenty years from now I'm going to be proud of it and not like cringy because there's always a couple songs you're like
2: eh, I wish oh. we had to put that one out. I'm going to see if you tell me a little bit. What's one of your songs where you're like oh my gosh I love that and one I, you don't like?
9: Freestyle, which I laugh. I have it. Shane Mac and probably the greatest songwriter in our genre, wrote it with us, and I, we always laugh. He says he goes I uh, almost ruined Lady A's career with that song, but he's one of the greatest songwriters of all time. But we kind of. You know, wrote that song and I listen to it now. And I'm like, how did we, how did we put that I don't out? Feel but we like did. I
2: even remember this. Song. That, well, there exactly, you go.
9: Exactly. it didn't go very far. <laughs> okay,
2: okay, that was it. Was it was better. a quick you moment. The point correct. I'm, I'm sorry, you I'm so sorry. It wasn't memorable. We call
9: that we call that song <laughs> "Chasing." <laughs>
2: okay, and what about a song that you look back and you're like, I'm really glad we wrote that. Please tell oh me, gosh. American Honey is one American, of American. I would
0: say American Honey needs you now and run to you. I mean, you know, run to you especially. I feel like the lyrics continue to just be more and more true with every year that goes by uh but yeah i mean those those three are are at the top for us
2: yep. i love that okay i do have a fun question would you rather first off who is your hero like each you guys can have the same hero you can have a different hero who's your hero
0: musically hero however you want to go hero. about
2: it
9: mm-hmm. um any but probably hero. a
2: famous one in some yeah, capacity I'll go, I'll
4: go
0: vince gill
9: I'll vince, go vince gill? gill
2: okay yeah what about you one. charles
9: bob seger man okay. I just think Bob Seeger is just one of those guys that one of the greatest vocalists entertainers and um, you know it's funny I mean I think Bob Seeger is as much of an influence in country music especially for country artists uh, current country artists as anybody
2: well, this is taking a turn. I know you guys got really nice and said really nice things about them, but I would like to know if you got to meet them and hang out with them. Would you prefer that they vomit on you or you oh. vomit on them?
9: Oh, I'll take. It's I'll a take, would you rather. I'll take, oh. I'll take Seeger's vomit for sure. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like on my shoe.
2: Yeah. I mean, Wouldn't even wash it off. What if it's like all Seeger over you? Seager came to
9: one of our shows on the Need You Now tour way back in the day. I don't know if you ever remember did that. Did he vomit on you? He did not vomit on oh, me. but okay. I almost vomit I thought that on. was going to vo- the end I of the story. I was I ready him. for it. Oh. Yeah, I almost vomited on him. <laughs> um, I,
0: yeah, I guess you want to have your heroes vomit. That's what we <laughs> learned yeah. today. Yeah. yeah that's Do you
5: agree? Doing. Yeah. Yeah.
9: It'd
0: be it's heroic well, vomit.
9: it's less embarrassing because it's like, well, you vomit on me. You got to live with that. But if I vomit on you, now I got to live with that shame.
2: Have you guys ever had like an embarrassing moment on tour maybe happen? Or, or awards or anything, and you're just like, dang, I really wish I could forget that.
9: There's a reason I stopped drinking. <laughs> so, yes. Hey, touche. Many, many a moment. End of story. It was Speaking maybe, of vomit, there was, there was one memorable moment I remember of Halloween right. being in a... Um, in a uh, do you remember that in the, the banana, banana, the banana costume. costume and I threw up on the I bus too. and um,
2: you were in yeah. a banana costume
9: I was in a banana costume
2: I mean but pretty iconic it was that pretty, you were uh, in a when six, Charles,
9: six foot six banana when
0: Charles calls me that's his image on my phone is it's still from uh, 2007 <laughs> really his amazing. banana costume.
2: I love that okay well thank you guys for joining us and have thank fun you. this week I hope Hillary gets better yes, really soon
1: she will she better
2: will. she better no, no, she, no, no
0: she really has to by tomorrow
1: the CMAs are live on ABC <laughs> tomorrow night at 877 Central.
2: is Morgan in Lunchbox here with Brothers Osborne, and listen, you guys came in strong talking about crustaches, and our yeah, really need <laughs> to know what that yeah. is.
11: Crustache is just a way to make fun of people with mustaches. I can't talk. I've got a mustache that's attached to just an absolute rat's nest. We're, we're speaking about his, new, his facial hair over here, and that is Perfectly, it's like Ricky Ricardo. It is like, it's beautiful. <laughs> Someone got in there, it's surgical. It is absolutely stunning. So,
2: if somebody Good has hand. just a mustache, you call it a crustache. Crust yeah. <laughs>
11: Honestly, though, a crustache is like the, our, all, all of our first mustaches that we tried to grow in like 12th grade. To be like grown up, but it's funnier when you call it crustache. No,
5: I'm not. It has not a better ring to
6: it. And it, yeah. and it makes it less pervy because the, the single mustache is kind of like, it used to be looked at as a perv thing. Like, you look like, oh, stay away from a pervy. Well, it depends. I think the jawline <laughs> has
11: a lot to do with it. Like, I tried a mustache one time. My jawline isn't great. I looked quite pervy.
6: Yeah, so. it's like, and especially like if it's a white uh, white van and a mustache, very exactly. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was why the white van. <laughs> I, ah, it, wrong, yeah, yeah. My dad drove a white van. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Oh, but uh, oh, now guys. my question is, when you go to these interviews, you, they what is the question that people ask over and over? And you're just like, oh my god, we got to answer this again.
12: Well, I don't. The one I always really find really, I'm not still don't know how to answer is, what does it mean to you to be That's nominated? A tough one. I'm like, what does it mean to me? I don't know how to answer that. You I don't know, think we've know, asked that question have? once. I mean, no, you haven't. But <laughs> usually, when they, I'm like, it throws me off. I'm like, it means we're, nah, I'm gonna, I don't know. It breaks my brain. How do you answer that? But also, that?
11: if you answered it like with, like, art, with with uh, in a very articulate way, like you were prepared for it, it kind of says something about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you sat there and rehearsed, like, this is what it means to me. But the thing, I don't, you don't want to know. You don't want to tell people your inner thoughts. That's terrifying. So <laughs> it, you just kind of like, how does it make you feel? Oh, it makes me feel great. Exactly. I feel very proud. That's a very easy question. How do you feel? Do you feel good? Yes. It
6: makes what me feel warm inside yeah. and the warm, fuzzy, fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> and feels like we put out good music, even though, even if we don't get nominated, guess what? It's still good music because we like it, and if the critics don't like it, they can kick rocks. Okay, All right, let you're at. You're me, me,
11: now. Now let now that answer, but with the word mean. Like, what does it mean to you? Well, it means we put out good music. It means that I'm <laughs> means warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> it just sounds awful. Well, <laughs> you know speaking know of y'all's yeah.
2: music, too, like, you guys might be the one country artist that I actually work out to because I like oh, y'all's okay. upbeat. All right. right? Okay, okay. You know, because it's kind of weird working out to country music sometimes. You're like, well, this isn't really the vibe. Are you trying to have
6: me. them picture you working out? Is no, that what we're doing I here? I have.
2: I am going. I already did. I
6: did. I
12: was going
2: out. somewhere with it. <laughs> I need to know what you guys listen to while you work out. Do you listen to country or are you like rocking out?
12: You know, I'm I i I'm like one of the weird people. I always forget my earbuds or whatever. You work out with so no I just, music? Well, no, there's just whatever random music they're playing in the gym, which I usually don't like, which then usually really irritates me, so then I work out harder.
6: Wait, How you go to the say? public gym?
2: I do,
12: yeah.
13: What in the
2: world?
6: Do,
12: See, yeah.
2: this is why I asked the question. But also, yeah. I That's have crazy. always said that psychopaths are the ones that don't wear AirPods when they <laughs> I, I, out. I,
12: I do have psychopathic <laughs> tendencies. That is for sure. <laughs> <true>. But no, <laughs> but the thing is, I said we were going to publish, like, I have a gym set up at my house. But I just don't, when I'm there, I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. When you I w- yeah, when I go somewhere anybody. else, I'm like, okay, I have to like get in and out of here as fast as possible.
2: See, and you can kind of like compete me. with the person next to you Like hmm, you're running I'm gonna run faster
12: And they're looking at me <laughs> And they're like who is this psychopath mm,
11: You're running you Yes
2: are. that's what
11: I'm doing I'm on a treadmill I'm at a gym <laughs> What else would I be doing sitting <laughs> Well, what about
2: you? What do you? I knew that to the question was going to come
11: my way. I don't work out, and I really do. Do you like to. to walk? And I think, um, but I like to sit and watch people work out. No, what, what I do, <laughs> I probably because I don't listen to our own music. Maybe I should listen to our own music, and then I will. Your guys' music out.
2: is great for Thank working you. out. Thank
11: you. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, so maybe that's why I'm not working out. I just sit and I f- <laughs> have fear of where our economy is going. So yeah, maybe yeah.
2: That went kind of dark. I was that was prepared. that was a joke.
11: I'm not worried about that right now <laughs> i will right now co- i will be so in a couple years after this interview comes out and people cancel us but we'll be good you're but right now he's worried he's, he's, he's worried about how he feels out. to be nominated yeah. that's
6: what he's worried about yeah, right now. Yeah. the economy will come after the award show. right exactly. Yeah, exactly what it means to him <laughs> that
2: is fair okay guys we do also have a, a fun would you rather question okay who are y'all's heroes
12: oh i have a lot of heroes but uh you know a I, musical or it musical could be heroes? musical
2: celebrity athlete um, just not your mom
12: well, why not? Why not? Well, her because
2: mom? It, there's a reason. I have okay, a, a okay, question gotcha. behind it. Because you've now. already met your mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I <hope. laughs>
12: well, I would say musically, like, I really um, love um, Merle Haggard. You know, I, I he's, I think, an amazing singer and, a, and songwriter. And I just, everything he stands for,
11: I just, I don't know, love Merle Haggard.
2: Okay. All right. And what about you?
11: <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> that is
2: not a hero. Yeah,
11: I know. It's so hard because there's so many. I mean, dead or alive dead would be Jimi Hendrix like my hero but I think alive and I've already met this guy a couple of times but like Vince Gill as a guitar player is like one of my heroes
2: okay well there there is a reason Lunchbox you want to ask him the why reason we're is, that reason
6: is when you meet your hero or you spend time with your hero would you rather you vomit on your hero or your hero vomit on you
11: definitely vomit on me yeah definitely yeah. vomit on me I just had a kid seven months ago. I've been covered in vomit for the past half a year, so I am I've got this down.
6: <laughs> yeah, the kid vomit. Once it happens, it's like whatever they
11: yeah, like. So, uh, is that why you didn't want the mom to be in
12: there?
2: Know, yeah, because like you know, you probably already vomited on your mom when you were younger. <laughs> and was, when you're yeah. really older too, you know what I mean? A couple times
6: when we were older. <laughs> All right, brothers Osborne, thanks for stopping by. Good luck, y'all. and I hope it feels good to get nominated. It does I hope it you feel great. Feels, feels great? Yeah, it means
1: a lot. <laughs> the CMAs are live tomorrow at 8, seven central on abc one one two two
7: all right all right all, right all right all right what's, what's up boys how, how you,
6: you doing good? dog good man thank you all right all right, all right. All right. lunchbox here with parker mccollum uh, let me tell you how expensive is your outfit today uh if you take away the
7: watch not that expensive probably sixty dollars
6: <laughs> oh free free and free No. Like, are you at the level where you get free clothes all the time now?
7: I do get a lot of free clothes, but um, I just like to buy my own. Really? Even Mm -hmm. though they give them to you free? Like, why would you not? I just like to buy what I like.
6: Now, do you do your own shopping? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
7: Like, you go to the mall, or is it all online? Like you No, I mean, well, I'm sponsored by Luke Casey, so they send me, you know, all the boots and stuff that I could ever want. Um, But yeah, like, I go to Cavender's a lot. I go to Academy. I go to Cabela's. That's where I do most of my shopping.
6: And it's okay, like, Parker McCollum can walk into a store and people aren't like, oh, what up, Parker? Let me take a picture. You can have a normal life.
7: It's it's sometimes I don't want to go in, but I have to, so.
6: Like, is that is it weird to get to that point where you're, like, you're trying to get to that point, and then once you get to that point, it's like, man, because I feel it. Like, you go in, it's like, oh, my God, I can't even go to this restaurant because here we go, people are going to want to take pictures. Man, I I always, people always ask, like, you ever get tired of it? And I'm,
7: I mean, so genuinely, I'm. No. I mean, it's such a good problem to have. It wasn't always like that. Um, and one day they're probably not going to give a damn. So, you know, you just be really grateful for it. And, you know, if they're paying money to come see you, paying their hard-earned money to come see your show, like take the time to meet them and ask them how their day's going.
6: Weirdest place someone has approached you for a picture?
7: A funeral. Stop it. Yeah. It's the only time I've ever said no. A funeral?
6: Yeah. Like how – like do they meet you out back? Like when you're – like when it's over? Mm-hmm.
7: Yes. Uh, it's the only time i've ever said no to a photo (laughs)
6: because i've had people take pictures of me at the urinal not take like ask me for a picture but literally i'm taking a selfies don't
7: count lunchbox.
6: (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah well i mean i would do a selfie but yes the urinal yes but that's just so weird like you take a picture of me standing at the urinal like why do you want the best thing to
7: do is just show them what they want to see
6: you know yeah i mean i guess that's true let them Uh, have it so what's the hardest part about being famous. Uh I don't really think I'm famous,
7: you know, like when I think about famous like Jennifer Aniston's famous. Um but there's nothing really hard about it, I don't think. I mean, you just, you know, it's a great it's a great problem to have. It's so like if if nobody's bothering you in public then, you know, probably not a whole lot going on.
6: Yeah, okay. Could you retire right now if you wanted to? Yeah. Dang that is yeah, awesome sir. like yeah. when you at what point when did you did you do you still look at your credit card statement at what point did you get where you can just stop looking at the credit card statement You're like <laughs> well, i can well, afford
7: I, that i don't look at it i just tell my financial advisors they text me every friday tell me how much i spent that week on it and that just is brand new before i'd never look at it because it's sickening you don't want to see it but um i don't know man i try to i try not to be arrogant about it you know
6: Yeah, I just like money, so I just want to... Me too. I I love money. Like, money is so, like, fascinating to me.
7: And money, you can't help people if you don't have money, so...
6: Yeah, and so, like, with your wife, do you guys talk about, like, if you're going to make a purchase, like, do you have to say, hey, I'm going to spend this much, or is it like, honey, I trust you, you buy whatever you want, and...
7: Well, she just knows I don't look, so she buys whatever she wants. (laughs) But I buy her a lot of stuff, so she doesn't really have to buy much.
6: Every... Does she go with you on the road every time?
7: No, no. She comes out every now and then.
6: And so every like every time you're coming home from the road, do you bring a gift?
7: Not always, but I try to. Like I'll always look, and but I won't just buy something to buy it. Like if I buy something, I'm like oh she'd really like that, I'll get it. But if not, then I don't do anything.
6: So my wife's 40th birthday is coming up, and I have this issue that I feel like she should plan. That's her better
7: f- than your 40th wife's birthday.
6: That's true. Yes, you know? that's a great point. But I have the feeling that she should plan her 40th birthday because it puts so much pressure on me because it does. she. She knows what she wants. She knows who she wants to invite. So it's like, why not just plan it instead of saying, hey, are you going to plan something special for me? Who is responsible for planning that birthday party? Uh,
7: I would probably do it. Uh, My sister is like the ultimate planner. It's like what she does for a living. Um, So like even like when me and Hallie got engaged, I just called my sister and I'm like, hey, will you take care of this? And she did. I just paid for it.
6: See, that's legit. See, like I'm just like my wife. I, I had this big argument. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, you know what you want. So mm-hmm. instead of saying, hey, I want this. Why don't you plan it? Just plan it how you want it and I'll, and we can go.
7: Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. They should plan it. Thank you. No Park- way they can be happy. Right. Because you're, you're probably going to get it wrong.
6: Because you're going to get it wrong. Yeah. They're putting extra pressure on you, and then they're oh, disappointed yeah. on their 40th birthday, and it's like, well, I'm screwed. 100%. I knew Parker McCollum was smart. He likes money, and he thinks the wife should play on the party. Yes. I mean, what else is 100%. there to say? 100%. Uh, well played we, lunchbox. Yeah. One more. Before we go, we got to ask you, who's your hero? Like, sports celebrity hero? Uh, I mean, I see you got the Jordans on.
7: Big. I'm actually a LeBron guy. but. Oh, okay. uh Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me? Take the shoes off? Hero? <laughs> probably my dad.
6: Okay, all right. Someone you don't know that you haven't. like. Like My su- dad.
7: No, okay. I'm kidding. Damn, uh, uh, um, I was like, well, that's, that sucks. I mean, uh, you and Bobby got something in common. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I couldn't could help it. Um,
6: <laughs>
7: man, probably, probably George Strait.
6: Okay. So you're hanging out with George Strait. Would you rather George Strait puke on you or you puke on George Strait?
7: Oh, yeah. I'd hope he'd puke on me for sure.
6: Is there a reason? Because
7: then no one can say that I puked on George Stray.
6: <laughs> okay. That would be terrible. That's, that's pretty bad. And um, one more, would you rather, for the rest of your life, would you rather pee out your nose or poop out your ear? See how deep this one is? This is a thoughtful one.
7: I'm just thinking of, you know. The repercussions. If you're on a plane or. I would probably pee out of my nose. Okay, disgusting. Yeah.
6: That's. Interesting. Is there a reason
7: why you picked nose? Uh, well, you have it's all in one place, you know. So you don't want to be pooping out both sides of your head when you could just pee out of one place. I didn't think
6: about that. I always thought it'd just come out one ear or the other ear. I never thought about it coming out both ears. You got
7: to be more specific, lunchbox. Dang. Those details are super important. All
6: right, Parker McCollum, everyone. Thank you so
1: much. Hey, thanks for your time, bro. <laughs> the CMAs are live on ABC tomorrow night at eight seven Central.
4: someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often.
9: Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Broadcasting from the 57th annual CMA Awards. It's the Bobby Bonds Show. Well,
15: there's a Morgan Wallen. There's a Morgan Morgan. There's a Morgan Evans. There's lots of Morgan. Morgan and Morgan. And there's another Craig Morgan. No, there's not. Yes, there is. He's a, he's a football player. <laughs> he like plays a, for the Coyotes because I get his crap all the
6: time on social media. <laughs> People are hitting you yeah. up like, hey, you suck. Uh, well, what, <laughs> what did I do? Uh, you, you cost yeah. me money. I, you guys didn't cover. What, yeah. wait, wait a minute. Hold on hold on.
15: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
6: All right, Craig Morgan's here. It's Lunchbox and Craig Morgan. So I got a question. When is it that at what point in the year are you going to retreat to the woods of Alaska and like get off the grid? Christmas. Okay. So We're having
15: Christmas with our family the week before Christmas because they all have kids now. Yeah. Uh, and then they want to have their Christmas day with the kids waking up at home. And I get that. We did the same thing. So we're doing ours before. And then as soon as that's done, my wife and I will head to Alaska. And
6: stay for how long? Till March. See, because Alaska is the most beautiful place. I mean, I went on an Alaskan cruise. So yes. my wife and I got married. My aunt gave us a voucher. Like, towards a cruise but i'm scared to go see where you can't see land yeah like i, I don't want to go out there in the ocean I'm where, the like, same like, way, you know what i mean, mean like, like yeah, we, yeah so we did the last cruise and we were the youngest people on the boat by like 20 years <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but i have never seen such beauty yeah where did you go like uh, did you do the bay areas? yeah we went to juno we went to the can yeah all yeah. that it oh. was amazing. see all the eagles at that yeah. one place yeah it was so awesome yeah it is like i mean explain to people how amazing I a mean, lot because i just think it's the most beautiful place in the
15: world there's no words to describe it and at our place we're about nine miles from the closest
6: road 45
15: miles from the closest store what um, about people
6: like how often do you see people you'll be there from like december to march how often will you see people well every
15: once in a while we have our friends the snow machine in to where we're at we, you can only get to my place in the winter by a snow machine or fly in and land on on skis on, on that way that is so yeah. yeah so
6: how do you find a place like that how like what made? oh you, man you gotta you gotta want it <laughs> yeah but what, what made you want to live that lifestyle like well i mean i, t- I taught uh,
15: um, survival in the military yeah that was a big part of my life That's always been a big part of my life and i wanted to have a place that uh that was difficult to get to for a, for a bunch of reasons um but mainly for the serenity, the peace that you get. And from my cabin, I can walk out of my cabin, walk a hundred yards, and I'm standing on the frozen lake, and I can see Mount Denali, I can see Hunter, I can see Four Acre, I can see these mountain peaks. They're 40 miles. I'm 40 miles from the base of Denali. That's awesome. So, yeah, what do you special. do
6: with your time out there? Whatever I I mean, want. you hunt, you sleep. You, I mean, I know you don't. You're not going to sleep all day. So, do you read books? Yeah, we read. Uh, we do a lot. We're like, we don't have electricity.
15: There's no running water. What the hell? You don't have heat? No, we have we wood heat. We oh, heat oh, oh,
6: okay. I was like, okay, you're right. You can burn logs. Yeah, we burn. I was like, <laughs> you just wrap up it. Like, I'm going to tell you what, Craig Morgan. Yeah. When Not I was in 2040 for lunch. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you, I, in college, I was so cheap. Me and my roommates, John and Clay, shout out, boys. Uh, <laughs> we wouldn't even turn on the heat. Like We would just sleep in sweatshirts and oh, like no. 10 blankets because I was like, oh, my God. And now I look back and I'm like, what do we say, $5 a month? Yeah,
15: no kidding. No, we get up, man. We go snow machining. We do ice fishing. We do... Uh, 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 snowshoeing uh, lots of you know lots of outdoor stuff like that in the in the snow uh, but then we come in in the evenings because during the winter we only have about four hours of daylight and we come in and hang out by the fire play games do stuff that we never do at home what are good games that you can play as a couple anything involving drinking okay
6: <laughs>
15: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anything that involves drinking turns into a lot of fun yeah. Do you play strip poker? Yes. All right. Now yes. I'm talking. I usually don't even care if I win. I just start taking my clothes off. <laughs> I don't have to win to take my clothes off. Yeah. Four glasses of wine, i get way too proud. <laughs> but I'm out there with nobody. It's just me and my wife. You know, somebody's the buddy and he don't care, you know? That is so amazing. He's like, ah, oh, dude, put your pants back on. <laughs> Bro, <Bruh." laughs> come in out of the snow. It's You're going to get that thing cold. So,
6: so, like, with all these interviews, is it like, oh, my gosh, I just can't wait to get out to the woods? Like, oh, my gosh, this is so annoying. No, the interviews? Yeah, yeah, like no. doing this process.
15: No, dude, listen, I have, a, I have a career in this business, and I've had a blessed career. Uh, that Bailey Zimmerman kid just walked. I mean, that kid told me a story about what one of my songs meant to him. I, I have that, and that guy's telling that story to me because of y'all, because of country radio. That's what, that's what I have. So no, this isn't, I'm grateful.
6: So I made a difference in your life? Heck
15: yeah, Absolutely. Man. Heck yeah. I, everyone I in this cra- business, everyone in this business in radio made a difference in my life. My kids don't have a college bill because of this. My wife has a few really nice houses, and, you know. And a
6: few? A few. I like that. I like the sound, that. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I grew up
15: in a trailer, man.
6: Yeah, yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that
15: crazy? Yes, it is crazy And now is it
6: crazy that you're Craig Morgan now And you get free stuff? Yes Like you get free stuff like, Yes You can afford stuff But people give it to you free When you grew up in a trailer and, get, and people gave you nothing Nothing <laughs> I had to steal stuff What'd you steal? What were you good at? No, I
15: didn't really I just said that
6: Oh uh, I, I didn't really steal stuff You didn't steal No uh, Hey statu- Never stole a bike in my life statute of limitations is definitely up. i never stole baseball cars from walmart never 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 i never. stole candy
15: one time and i felt so bad man i went and told my dad and he made me go in the store and tell him and i had to work there for like four hours oh pay for a damn sucker and a pack of bubble gum
6: okay well all right craig morgan thank you so much and i got one more question <laughs> if you you were hanging out with your hero right it, it's like a celebrity hero like in the world of uh you know like tv film whatever Would you rather your hero throw up on you or you throw up on your hero? Me throw
15: up on them, because if they throw up on me, I'm going to throw up on them anyway.
1: (laughs) So I might as well throw up on them first. (laughs) All right, Craig Morgan, thank you so much. The CMAs are live. Tomorrow at 8, 7 central on ABC. Ready.
6: No, I mean, I'm waiting on... You're the one that always wants to do the introduction. And we're live here at the yeah. CMA. We are we're so good at this. We are professional <laughs> radio people.
2: It's getting late in the afternoon, okay? It's Morgan Lunchbox here with Matt Stell. Matt, how you doing?
10: I'm doing great, man. Good to see y'all.
2: You, you're already doing, like, cussing up a storm. Do you have, like, a sailor's mouth? Like, when you're not off and doing things, are you, like... It's bad. Yeah.
10: It's bad. And, you know, I, I've heard it called code switching. You know, when you... Uh, when you get around certain people, you know you know how to clean it up. So when I get around like my grandma and I get around the old folks, that my elders, you know, I church it up a bit.
6: I try or to church it up, but it's hard. Like at my house, because now my five-year-old is walking around saying, F this, F that, <laughs> effing kidding me. Like we're in the grocery store, and he'll just yell, F! And I'm like, just, oh. and you you laugh, but you can't laugh. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't say that.
10: It's funny that they know that it's funny when they see that look on your face, like <gasps> no, and then they want to do it. I have nephews that are that are a very similar way. I got; a, they've learned a lot of their words from Uncle Matt.
6: But I have <laughs> to say, I am proud of my five-year-old because he uses it in the right context. Yeah, yeah, are, like, S- such as like, are you kidding me? Yeah, or or he drops when some... you
10: get like when you get like Cheerios that are like not the brand name Correct. Cheerios, and he's like,
6: or we're out of milk. You're right, and he's like, oh, and then he, or he drops some. Oh. And I'm like, oh, well, um, yeah. And I'm, my wife's like, you have to stop that. <laughs> I'm
10: like, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you just have to stop it for like 12 more years. Yeah. And then after that, you can do it all you want.
2: That is yeah. You know, it's just a
10: window. He's yep. practicing for adulthood.
2: I do feel like we're really comfortable here. So I want to ask you, what's like the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you while being an artist?
10: Oh, my God. Um uh,
2: and you can go anywhere you want to go with this.
10: Most embarrassing thing. This in fact, happened.
2: Lunchbox would like you to take it in any direction. He really <laughs> likes all of them.
10: What's the most embarrassing thing? Especially
2: that if it involves bodily fluids. Oh. oh I,
6: don't, I don't, I mean, it doesn't have to be bodily fluids. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't care <laughs> really about don't, his fluids. God, I feel you know, boring
10: cool. now. I feel like I'm the least boring person, but I can't think of like, uh, one time I, um, so we were on tour with... Um, we were on tour with Chris Young and we had a good time and it was fun and then we played a show with him a couple years later and I'm friends with his you know his band and stuff and uh his bass player was like I was standing side stage and he hands me his like one of his basses and like pushes me out on stage so I'm like out there miming bass as if I was playing bass for Chris. Because you don't and actually know
2: how to play bass.
10: I don't know how to, I can play a little, but not his songs, you know. I don't know, and I don't have my ear, like it's, no, I'm just pretending. And I got out there, and I'm having fun. He's having fun. The band's having fun. And when Chris turned around, I don't know how much fun he was having at that moment. Oh, when he, he saw was not happy. He wasn't like mad at me or anything like that, but I was like, oh. Maybe I overstepped my bounds. You know, you never want to like overstep when somebody's being. And then it turned out later, he was totally fine. He was he had just a bad a ear shocked. mix. Yeah, he was cool. But I was like, I was embarrassed for a minute. I was like, did I just make a joke out of this guy's li- his livelihood? And <laughs> then uh, so that was. And then I've got some others that. What is your uh, best
2: air guitar situation? Like, do you have a good air guitar? Because you're talking about playing air bass.
10: Well, no, I had an actual bass on me. Yeah, like, like So he was
2: fake playing. So, I mean, who has
10: a
6: yeah. good air guitar?
10: Like,
2: but look, look look at what's happening. The important thing <laughs> he when has you're... like, a T-Rex arm. Yeah, because, well,
6: like... Because he's, he's used to playing the guitar, so he's just like, how was I holding it? Like, well, like, so <laughs> air guitar and air bass is
10: subtle difference. You. air guitar, you're down here like that. Air bass, if you want to be... Watch all the good bass players, all the soul bass players, all the gospel bass players. Man, they got that T-Rex arm up there. That's... That's how you play the bass, the air yeah. bass. And so. you know
6: what's amazing? You know what's really good for radio is air guitar and air bass. Like, that is fantastic. Like, great yeah. job. I mean, that There's was... There's a uh, camera. I know, but I'm just telling you, like, when people are listening back in their podcast and their ears, are yeah, like... Yeah, they'll
2: make them go oh, watch our huh, social cool. media. It's all a strategy. He doesn't yeah, understand great question, the, like, Morgan. We are professionals. You, know? you don't understand the big picture. So we're,
6: we're over here playing chess. I That's
10: mean, right. yeah. yeah,
2: y'all are playing checkers. I'm playing chess. Like, hey, it's us so
6: let's, hey, guys, let's play the quiet game and see who wins. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
10: hey, Radio Land, how many fingers <laughs> am I holding? Exactly.
2: Up? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, did you have fun with that question?
10: Yeah. You yeah. More,
6: did you have more fun after the question though? <laughs> yeah, I mean
2: <laughs>
6: But it's, it's but speaking of fun, we're not we're gonna quit banging on Morgan a little bit. Yeah, but this speaking is of fun, you're gonna be doing the anti Roddick Foundation event yes. with uh, Bobby and Riley Green. Yeah. Uh tell us why people should buy tickets, man. Well, I mean, country music, I feel like I mean,
10: other genres may be great at this, too. I don't know. I'm not a part of them. But country music, giving back and being part of, of like, positive things is – one of the things I love the most about country music, I mean, you can count on country music to support good causes and there's nothing better than waking up with a hangover after you helped raise a bunch of money for kids that need it. And I mean, seriously, like it it makes you have more fun to know that there's good being done and you're not just kind of there for yourself. And so, you know, Bobby hit me up about being part of this and man, I couldn't say yes quick enough. I actually was like, dang, if I say yes as fast as I want to, is he going to think I'm lame because I don't have things going on? You know, I was, like, trying to, like, figure out my responses, but I was, like, immediately was, like, yeah, bro, I'm in. So
2: You know, we do have, like, a lot of listeners who would love to know what a friendship with Bobby looks like, and you guys are good friends. What does y'all's friendship look like?
10: Dude, Bobby's Bobby's hilarious. We have a lot of shared interests, the Razorbacks, uh, gambling on football, um, country music. Man, so – Like, like, like
6: if you're betting on a game, you bet blank amount per game. It's a little – okay,
10: I have a lot of bets going on typically, but, like, the number isn't isn't staggering per game because I I enjoy it as a hobby, not like I'm not trying to put my life and the livelihood of my unborn kids into peril. With my irresponsible gambling, but uh, you know, I typically have maybe a couple hundred dollars uh, or more uh, on any given Sunday. Yeah, but if
6: you do have a gambling problem, if you're in New York, call one eight hundred Hope NY. If you're in West Virginia, <laughs> that's my. You talk about. I would rather somebody
10: play the quiet game on radio than read. The gambling, uh, (laughs) the gambling like disclosures at the end, like it's anyway y'all know. And I didn't
6: mean to interrupt you, but let's talk about what else is it like to be like a friend with Bobby? Like, what's the friendship like? So people that know, because people are always wondering, like in America, they're like, man, what's it like to be friends with Bobby? Like, go keep expand some more.
10: Well, Bobby's always doing cool stuff, and so when Bobby invites you to do stuff, you know you're going to go do something <laughs> cool, like go go watch a basketball game you otherwise could not get to, or a football game. Uh, but I would say also uh, he's pretty, um, he, like I said, he's pretty game to be down in like any kind of leagues, like um, you know, like we were just talking about those sort of gambling things. We do this thing that's kind of like fantasy football, but it's with whole teams and stuff, and we've done it for a couple years, and he just kind of like he's funny in a group text you know you know he's just witty and dry and uh and he lost uh money to me last year which is i really love and (laughs) actually that's my favorite that's my favorite thing about bobby being a friend is that he loses to me at gambling there you go so
2: there it is (laughs) we do have another question for you who's your hero like your musical hero celebrity athlete hero it can be anything
10: oh i mean
6: (sighs) you don't have to say bobby
10: Yeah, besides, Bobby aside, you know, (laughs) Lunchbox and Bobby aside, uh, my heroes, uh, you know, Gator and Rod Phillips aside, uh, my heroes, man, honestly, most of my heroes in music are uh, writers or they're... um, like I've always been kind of had an indie ear for what I think is cool. So like guys like James McMurtry is one of my heroes in music. And one time I opened a show for him and he spent an hour just spending time with me and, uh, talking to me about some of his songs. And let me just ask him questions. And I think he is one of the finest songwriters that we have. Daryl Scott, uh, unbelievable songwriter. You'd he wrote great Dad to be alive. Uh, those, those are like my heroes in terms of like, you know, professional sort of heroes. And then, um, I think like role models and stuff like that. You know, my mom is pretty dope, and uh, she, uh, you know, she sets a pretty good example. So I would say those people probably.
6: Man, it's, I'm <laughs> glad you went deep because you got real deep and like <laughs> sentimental. Because the question we're about to ask you is not deep and sentimental. No, and you
2: Perfect. can't you can't respond to this in in your mom. Your mom. It is makes not me feel adult. uncomfortable
6: to get deep and sentimental. So
10: let's keep it light. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
6: So if you're with your hero, yeah, would you rather your hero puke on you or you puke on your hero?
10: I would rather my hero puke on me for sure because I could deal with it. I won't know how. I wouldn't know how. You know, Daryl Scott would take me. <laughs> me, you know. I don't. I don't know how cool Eric Church is. How chill he. Eric Church is gonna be about. You know, puking on me. Yeah. So or yeah. You know, me puking on him. So yeah.
2: Poke, puke on you. All right. That's yeah. A bodily
6: fluids. You're right. You're right. That's what it
10: comes I back
2: did to. Yeah.
6: Matt Stell. Everybody. Thank you very much. And uh, remember how many fingers. And this is how no. the air guitar goes. Air guitar.
2: <laughs> hey, <laughs> Goodbye. I'm playing chess.
1: CMAs are live on ABC tomorrow night at eight seven central.
6: It's Lunchbox and Carly Pierce. Carly, how are you?
14: I'm good. How are I know
6: you? you don't have a lot of time, do you?
14: No, none.
6: Because no, 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 Carly. Because this is what happens. I'm, I'm just going to tell you. And they're just doing their job. These mm-hmm. handler people are just doing their job. Mm-hmm. But every artist they come to the booth, they go. They don't have a lot of time, so make the interview short. It's like, well, who? What artist has <laughs> time to talk to us then? None. Like, isn't it amazing? It's like, all right, uh, they have one minute, really. So, what am I supposed to talk? What to Carly are you even going to ask? Yeah. yeah, Carly, what would you like to talk about in one minute?
14: <laughs> Whatever you want to
6: talk about. Well, great interview, guys! Thank you for coming. <laughs> see, was that quick? <laughs> I, I mean, it's just so crazy. Like, do you do, do, do you do you have a lot of time? Where do you have to be after this?
14: I have no idea. I go minute oh, by minute. Yeah. See, yeah. so you just have all they just, day. That... They whip you through here. That's why Yes.
6: Uh oh, look. Twenty seconds. Oh, 20 seconds left. Now, Carly, okay, (laughs) they call me the king of cringe. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so I saw a video of you. And I was like, this is what you do when you're a celebrity. But other people thought it was cringeworthy is oh. when you're on the airplane.
14: Yeah. I got like a lot of laughs and a lot of hate for that. Why?
6: Why do people hate it? Why do people hate famous people bragging about being famous?
14: I was like, I'm sorry. I was really excited and upset that I was on a flight and couldn't watch it. I had had some alcohol and I just wanted to see if people understood that was me. It was a big moment. It, like, was, nah. it,
6: it was a big moment. And I mean.
14: Notice I, I was sitting in the very last row of the plane. So I'm not. I, that I didn't bougie.
6: notice. I, I don't really <laughs> notice where you're sitting. I, I, I did notice that you weren't flying private, which I thought was weird. No. Because uh, you know what I mean? When you get to certain stat, you need to be flying private. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, people are like, oh, so cringe, cringe. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, when you look back at it, is it like, is it cringe?
14: I don't think it's cringe because it came from a really honest, just like, holy crap, this is me right now on TV.
6: Yeah, because like when I won Prom King, I'm still like, I still show <laughs> people the picture and I'm like, yeah, look at me. I was Prom King.
14: It's different. Ah. It's different. So you thought it was cringe.
6: I thought it was cringe, because I felt like it was cringe. Like I'm capital cringe, so I don't think it's anything's cringeworthy. But the way the lady looked at you, the flight attendant was just like...
14: I don't think she believed me. Was that the problem? Mm -hmm. Maybe she thought I was psycho, or maybe she thought I was cringy. I have no idea. She's probably like, Carly Pierce weird. I don't know. Do
6: a lot of people, like, do you ever get, hey, you're psycho, because you just said that? Like, I I don't know. You were just like, she thought I was psycho. I mean... Because people think I'm psycho. People
14: definitely... I mean, in my dating, yeah, people like to comment that I'm psycho. Because I write about my relationships.
6: But that's what you do. I that's your job. That. I've
14: made a lot of money from it.
6: <laughs> like how much money? Lots of money. Like um, like your bank account. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have to look at a price tag anymore?
14: I mean, I probably should.
6: But you don't.
14: I don't look a lot. But <laughs> I just don't what buy I... out of control things. But
6: that means you've made it. <laughs> is there something? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like. Is there something you bought when you, you made it in your mind? Like, you made Yes. It.
14: I bought, when every little thing went number one, my car, literally the steering wheel wasn't working anymore. So, that's scary. So, I bought a yeah. Ford Escape. A what? A Ford Escape SUV.
6: Oh, I didn't know what that was. I, was, I thought you were going to say, like, a Lambo.
14: No. I didn't <laughs> have that kind of money. Still don't have that kind of money.
6: Okay. A Ford Escape. I, you know, because I'm still rocking an 05 Altima. <laughs> Two hundred and fifteen thousand miles on it. Like I mean it is legit. Cute. Like it has like a two inches of soot on it That's like, not
14: cringy. No, it's not. That's real.
6: And it only works every once, every once a week. Like oh, it, perfect. Like, yeah. So Carly Pierce, I'm getting the rack symbol. You've
14: signal. kept me way longer than this. I you know, have. and
6: she's like already looking at me and give me the rack mm-hmm. symbol and I'm like, well and like I, I I'm not even gonna say it. I'm just gonna stop and I'm gonna be nice and I'm gonna ask you one more question. Okay. You meet your idol, your your hero, you're mm-hmm. hanging out with him. Would you rather you puke on your hero or your hero puke on you?
14: Literally, puke is my biggest fear in life. I would rather somebody run me over with a car than puke or have somebody puke on me.
6: So you'd have to puke on your hero.
14: I think you should just run me over. My hero can run me over.
6: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Carly Pierce, everybody. Hopefully that interview wasn't as cringe as... I do other things. I do because everybody thinks I'm Mr. Cringe. Well, you, know.
14: you told me I was Mrs. Cringe, so. Hey, well,
1: we can't get married. I'm
6: already married. Sorry.
1: <laughs> the CMAs are live tomorrow at eight seven central on ABC.
2: It's Morgan here with Brian Kelly. How are you? I'm
13: doing good. Happy to be here. You feeling the
2: vibes? How's your 2023 been so far?
13: It's been great. Uh, it's been really, really busy. We we've, we've been kind of all over, um, and just uh, we've done a, a ton of different configurations in terms of the band. Like we've done you know, a bunch of guitar pulls for radio stations. We've done just like me and acoustic, me and two acoustics, me. Uh, we've done full band shows. We've done everything in between. And it's, it's kept us on our toes, and we are just, we really are having a blast. And this year um, has been a, a big year of just kind of like pouring the foundation of my solo career. You know, we're looking at this year thinking about 10, 15 years down the road and really not skipping any steps, really trying to do this the right way and not rush anything and i'm just grateful for all the opportunities i'm grateful to have a song on the radio last year i didn't make the rounds i didn't have a song on the radio yet we were kind of in setup mode and and get ready mode and so you know hats off to my team and and my crew i'm just really proud of what we're doing and and, you know in a year's time you can see the difference and uh, to be included i'm just over the moon and i'm just really happy
2: what has been do you feel like the most challenging part for you you're you are diving into this solo career but it's not all you know unicorns and rainbows there's definitely hardship of changing your career and and what that looks like so what's been kind of the most challenging thing for you
13: <sighs> you know that's a good question I mean to be honest with you there hadn't i mean maybe some of the travel you know um like some some crazy early mornings and and like lobby calls getting to the next place but that's that's something I've done before and I, I kind of know what to expect and um, it's really not, not, that, not that hard, but, you know, basically have, have kind of started over. And so I'm, I'm kind of cool with it. You know, okay. it's like, I, I didn't want anything given to me. I want people to love, love what I'm doing and, and love, love me. And, and I really want to connect the dots this year and every year after that, and just let everybody know like, Hey, this is me and I'm, I'm I'm going to be around and I hope you dig what I'm doing and let's all do this together. And so, um, I love the hard work. It's not, it's not something that, um, I could complain about because you know we get to make music for a living, and so uh, I'm just grateful. Every step, every step of the way is like a stepping stone and pushing what we're doing going forward, and so. Yeah, I just I, – I'm eating it up. I love it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what about, like, you you finding your footing? for Advice for people because I do feel like, you know, I just turned 30 and I'm like, oh, gosh, if I had to, like, start my career in a different way, I'd be lost. But, like, I feel like you figured that out at least for kind of starting over, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. What advice would you have people who are like, you can never start over, you can never go back?
13: Um, I think that's probably not the right way to look at it. You know, I think you can always – it doesn't matter how old you are or what, what you've done before. I, I just think um, I'm a big believer in anything can happen. You know, like I've always been a big dreamer. And, you know, uh, trying. what to is your
2: biggest dream? Like you say big dreamer. Yeah. What is like your this is the biggest dream ever. If I can accomplish this before I die, I will be the happiest person on earth.
1: Yeah,
13: it's not it's not so much in terms of, um, you know, I don't have, like, a list of awards that I want to win. I just have a vision of the experience that I want my fans to have and what that looks like. So, you know, just a lot of people coming to shows, having a great time, <laughs> making memories that are following me to the next show because they don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll play a song I wrote that day, or maybe there's a guest popping up, and I'm not going to play the same set every show. It's going to be different. It's going to be have a flow to it. It's going to be fun. So... That's what I want it to look like. If awards or you know accolades come, that's great. But that's you know what I'm saying. I just have a vision and a feel and a vibe of what I'm trying to. Well, I don't know if there's
2: like a venue on your list or artist collaboration or there's something that you're like if this happens, I will be so happy.
13: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just I just want to have a a a career and a brand and a you know that, that can stand the test of time. You know, that's something that. I could go out on my own terms.
2: I feel that. I think and that's you,
13: what I'm looking for. Yeah. You
2: guys do, I believe it's you and your wife who have Tribe Kelly. Yep, yep. How has it been like running also that brand? Because that's all on its own and it's massive.
13: Well, thank God my wife is awesome because I don't have to spend too much time on it. She is She is <laughs> absolutely um, just the boss lady and the CEO and just all things creative. So I, I get to like step in on the easy things and just kind of maybe make an edit to one of the pieces or whatever but she's the brains behind it and I'm I'm lucky to to be able to work alongside her and even in my music career she is helps refine everything I mean even last night we were looking at a picture for a new song I'm dropping and she goes hey that filter on the pictures too washed out we need to warm it up it's not really on your brand you know vibe I and like I'm like damn vibe. babe I'm like yes Yes, babe. Okay, cool. Very honest with yeah, you. Yeah, very honest. And just got. A, she's she just has a touch on everything that just refines it a little bit better.
2: Oh, I love that. And I love that you're taking it well, too. Nor, so you you know, know, sometimes it might be like, <laughs> no, you're not helping well, me, I but trust you're like, her. let's yeah. go. No,
13: she's she's awesome. She's got it dialed in. She I really love does. that.
2: I do have a fun would you rather question for you. Great. Okay. Who's your hero? Could be musical, celebrity. Ooh. Can't say your wife or your mom. This
13: I'm going to say Vince Vaughn actor
2: oh that is a good one well say you meet vince vaughn would you rather him vomit on you or you vomit on him
13: (laughs) well if he vomits on me i'm gonna i'm gonna vomit on him it's gonna happen that's so he starts puking i'm gonna start blowing chunks you'll start spewing everywhere
2: It'd be a whole thing. Any, any
13: Wayne's World? Is that from Wayne's yeah, World?
2: Yeah, like I do. So? Kn- I had to watch that for the first time. <laughs> so yes, I no, do. No, it's I,
13: I have a, I have an issue. So I, I'd probably to save it. I'd probably just have to puke on him.
2: And just take the take the hit.
13: Yeah, because I don't know. That's a tough choice.
2: Uh, hey, listen, we don't ask easy questions around that's here.
13: It's a, a burning question. <laughs>
2: Well, thank you, Brian. It's thank great you. to see you. Appreciate
13: the time.
1: The CMAs are live on ABC. Tomorrow night. At 8, 7 Central.
2: It's Morgan and Lunchbox here with Graylin James.
6: Yeah, and do you know
2: who this guy is? I'm meeting him for the first time. Yeah, because I'm going to be
6: honest. I don't know. Okay. So
2: he, he rolls like this not a lot.
16: Back, but. No, 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 but I'm saying, like, maybe people don't know you, so tell yeah. us well, who Grayland James I is. I did just
2: find out he's nominated this week.
16: I am nominated And I've got the suit for it. got the cowboy hat. I'm going to be rocking that tomorrow. So you'll see me. You'll see me. I'll be a lot taller with my cowboy hat on tomorrow night. So are uh,
2: you doing the artist thing? You said you wrote Next Thing You Know.
16: Absolutely. Yeah, so I've been a songwriter. I moved to Nashville when I was 18 years old. And I thought I was going to be a big star right off the bat. And then I realized my songs were not that great. So I just started locking myself in the room and writing songs, and I've had the pleasure of writing songs for you know guys like Kenny Chesney, Colson Dell, Jordan Davis, Darius Rucker, a handful of others. But I uh, signed a record deal this year and uh, started putting out my own music, and I'm excited. I've been on tour. It's exciting.
2: Wait, how did you decide you're like my songs are not that great? You well this, I like, think I think I think he got
16: feedback from everybody else that
6: his song sucked and yes. you kinda
16: know quickly.
2: I was just curious what happened. You know right?
16: what? I I just saw Chris Jansen walk by. So Chris Jansen was the first guy to like record my songs, but he, he, he was one of the guys that sat me down, I was like, Bro, like you should start like recording your own music and then guys like Holmes Wendell were like, Hey, you should start recording your own music and putting it out and so I was like, All right, you know, I think I, I think I'm getting good at this. I think I'm gonna start doing it.
6: Is that the dream to be a superstar, or would you? I mean, because it's kind of fun to have yeah. the, be a songwriter, make a lot of money, and psh, just live that life, the rich life, and not
16: be, people not know who you are. But I'd rather be out in the spotlight and famous. But yeah, oh well, absolutely. I got to go. You know, when I was just doing the songwriter thing. I got to go out on on tour buses and see my artist friends go out and run on stage, and I, I was like, oh man, you know, it's like being a coach and not getting to be on the field. I and mean, there's something that you miss about it. And ever since I. I got back on tour and got to go on these big stages i was like this is this is what i dreamed about as a kid nobody really dreams about when you're five years old hey (laughs) sitting in a songwriter room just writing songs (laughs) hey i'll be honest when i'm five
6: years old and i I didn't realize even when i was in my 30s i didn't realize other people wrote songs
16: that people performed i had no idea Yeah, i had no idea either so that was obviously not the goal (laughs) and so when i got here you know i i fell in love with songwriting i still love it but you know playing the songs getting to see the fans reactions to it there's there's nothing like it.
2: Well, and I hear you're blowing up on social media. Have you been doing some weird stuff that we haven't been seeing? What's happening on social media? Uh,
16: you no, know, I, I don't think so. What kind of weird stuff are we well, talking a, about? He's
2: blowing up, so like, I, uh, maybe he's doing some crazy stuff. Something I don't know. Something
16: might have happened. It might have been like a, a dog video or something with my, my beagle. I don't know. But there's uh, well, peanut butter involved.
2: No, it was a beagle. Be- <laughs> Be- <laughs> it was peanut butter involved. You can probably
16: do that. I, <laughs> unless it uh, was also tequila involved. I don't think so. But, um, yeah, it's... it's Social media's been great for me. You know, it's been a great way to tease songs and again let people in on my personal life, and it's uh, it's a good thing.
2: Good. Yeah. And what about? We have a question for you. Who's your hero? Musical, celebrity, athlete?
16: I would say uh, Kenny Chesney. So I grew up in Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, he's from there. And so he really let me know that hey, this is this is something that is real. And as a kid growing up and seeing somebody do what you want to do and do it in a big way, it definitely helped me. That's why I'm sitting here. And he actually uh, he changed my life. So I never I never met him. But when I was 21, I wrote a song for him, and uh, it became my first hit song. changed my life, and that's why I'm sitting here. So, Well, shout-out singing for Kenny Chesney. Is that's there? amazing.
2: But this is not what we're going in that direction. I would like to know Uh-oh. if you were hanging out with him, and is it better for you to vomit on him or him to vomit on you?
16: Oh, man. Um Kenny does everything pretty classy, so I think if he threw up on me, it'd be a lot more classy than me throwing up on him. I think his is going to be like a a really expensive bottle of wine taste <laughs> okay. kind of throw up. <laughs> Mine's going to be like Bush Light, um, you know, Tito's Vodka. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> okay. not going to be great. So, Kenny can throw on me, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
2: let's let's not, maybe, not put uh, that energy yeah. in well, the world? Yeah,
6: that's right. Yeah. Okay. No, that would be cool because that means you got to meet him.
2: That and that cool. means they
6: had a good time together. That's right. But so he did it write be, a song for him. But it would be so legit, to, and you could take that and be like, my hero puked on me. I'd love it. That,
16: that would be a great TikTok video, speaking of
6: yeah.
2: that. Hey Hey, that's how we blow up. <laughs> well, Graylin, thanks for joining us. It's hey, great to hey, see you. Hey, very nice
6: meeting you, dude. and sorry you. I didn't know you at the beginning, but no. now I know you. So. We go back now, dude. Yeah, we're friends now. <laughs> okay, good,
2: good. See
16: it's yeah. okay.
9: Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto.